Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hashtag Clocked In with me, your host, Jordan Edwards. I'm thrilled to have you tune in as we dive into the dynamic world of productivity, success, and stories of incredible individuals who've mastered the art of getting things done. Whether you're commuting, hitting the gym, or just relaxing at home, this podcast is the go-to source for inspiration and actionable tips to level up your productivity game. I'm on a mission to unravel the secrets of those who seem to effortlessly manage their time and achieve their goals. So if you're ready to clock in and unlock your full potential, you're in the right place. We've got a lineup of amazing guests, industry experts, and thought leaders who will share their insights and strategies to help us crush your to-do list and make the most out of every moment. Get ready to get inspired, motivated, and equipped with the tools you need to supercharge your productivity. This is Hashtag Clocked In with Jordan Edwards. Let's dive in. What's up? It's Clocked In with Jordan Edwards here. Before starting the podcast, I want to give you a special gift an Edwards Consulting introduction coaching session. This is free of charge, and it's because you're listening to the podcast. I hope we were able to do the coaching session, and I look forward to it. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm here with a very special guest. He's an acclaimed author, speaker, and life coach. Tim's story is well-known for inspiring and motivating people of all walks of life, from entertainment to executives, celebrities, and athletes, to adults and children in the most deprived neighborhoods in the country. Tim has visited 75 countries and spoken to millions of people. He often meets privately and counsels high-profile leaders in various industries. He's known as the comeback coach, and he works with the biggest stars in the world. People usually see him with Robert Downey Jr., Kanye West, as many others. So welcome, Tim. Excited to have you on the Clocked In podcast. Jordan, where are you coming from today? Uh, we're in, I'm in Denver, Colorado. Which is a beautiful part of the world for those that have never been there. Yeah, it's, it's really nice. I was originally in Tampa, but I'm using the remote lifestyle to come, up, come to you from Denver. Yeah, Denver's, Denver's cool. I like Colorado Springs. I think all the trees are nice. But Jordan, I'm excited about what you're up to. I mean, you're helping a lot of people. And in the midst of the pandemic and everything else, we need to keep giving people a life lift, you know? Definitely. And trying to push forward with, um, yeah, I'm still doing the consulting. I picked up the podcast and we're excited to have you on here. So let's just kick it off. It's no surprise that you work with some of the biggest names in the world. How did you get in there? So... I teach a saying, Jordan, that some things in life you decide and some things you discover. So um, my decision was to go to seminary to be a humanitarian. So I'm a humanitarian first. You know, I work in prison reform. Um, I also work with the elderly. Uh, I also work with the homeless and also in addiction. So those are four really strong areas that I work in. So I'm a humanitarian. And so a lot of my traveling was humanitarian work, third world nations, lifting people up, doing various things, and then also speaking. Um, Through that, 
it's amazing that people started finding me. I remember the first time I, I looked out and I saw like Denzel Washington at one of my meetings. I went, that's pretty cool. Another time I'd look out, I'd see another famous person. And so the, the word on the street was this Tim Story guy, he's super young and he's creative and he's helping a lot of people. And so it first started with older celebrities like Charlton Heston, uh, Jack Lemon, Walter Matthau, Tony Curtis, James Kahn, Lee Iacocca, Vidal Sassoon. I started getting in with those guys, helping sometimes their kids or helping them. And then it was over with, you know, then it turned into like 500 celebrities. Wow. And it's a big, and they just saw you in different speaking engagements and wanted to be around you more. Well, you know, I get asked a lot of times because I think people want to do this. Uh, I don't really think one could ever like go pursue this because, you know, I work with celebrities um, every hour of my life. And most of them are very gun shy because they know somebody's always trying to get something from them. So I think for me, I cared and I had something they needed. And so I think that if you're a good chef, you might find yourself working at a lot of celebrity homes. If you're a good designer, you might find yourself designing a lot of celebrity homes. In fact, I know a pool guy who, who makes pools, who does the biggest celebrities in all of America. Uh, but I just happen to be super good at turning your setbacks to comebacks. Like in that area, I cannot be beat. So if you got a setback and you're a celebrity, you're going to call me. Or if you don't, your manager will. And how do you focus on that area? Because it seems that it's a niche field inside of life coaching, but it's very, very paramount. Well, I think that most people are, are late coming to it. You know, I started teaching on comebacks in the 80s. And obviously comeback is a book, is a word that's been in the dictionary for a long time. But I breathed some life into it. And a lot of it came through, you know, some of my sayings that you don't have to sit in a setback or settle or cement yourself in a setback are the bigger the setback, the greater the comeback. And so I just began to breathe life into that word. And I put together some of the best psychologists, some of the great psychiatrists, and then they began to like be on my team and um, helping people that went from, you know, publicly being people that had setbacks and everybody knew it to holy schmoly, it kept being like, Tim's the guy that helped that NBA guy. He's the guy that helped the NFL guy. He's the one that helped that guy. So yeah, we breathed some life into that word, came up with some concepts, ideas, and then it was off to Oprah Winfrey, you know, and then the, the rest is history. That's incredible. And these people, when you describe a setback, you're, it's, anything right it's anything that like knocks you in into a rut like a breakup yeah, etc cetera, etc cetera. there's different 
areas of your life, as you know. So you have your physical life, you have your mental clarity of mind, and then you have your spiritual life, you have your job, you have your finances, you have your family, okay? You have your social life. What I find is that all of us are in recovery and discovery at the same time. So if I started life coaching you, Jordan, today, you are in recovery and discovery right now. We all are. It's either recovering from something way back, okay, or that you're currently going through. And what happens is that if you get so caught up in the recovery zone, you might miss your discovery zone. The discovery is what's new, what's amazing, what's incredible. And so I mastered those words, put about a thousand pages of hard work into those words. And that's what I became very good at, of helping people that were in a setback, could have been with their kids, could be clarity of mind, could be addiction, could be their career, bad choices. And so I became known as a guy that, man, this sucker, he doesn't just take you into recovery. He helps you find your place. Like a lot of the guys I work with that you know, um, they're doing pretty doggone good. So we took them from recovery to discovery. Oh, and that's somewhat of a perspective change, recovery to the discovery? I think that's part of it. Part of it is on mindset. I have a new book with HarperCollins coming out in March on the miracle mentality. So mindset is huge, but it's also you have to break patterns. You have to sometimes change friendships change partnerships. Um, you have to create new habits. So there's um, a lot of different patterns and principles that I teach uh, in order to go from recovery to discovery. But that's a great question. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And when you're going and meeting these high profile athletes or celebrities who might've just gotten destroyed in the media because their problems get accentuated. Unlike the common people who it's not in the global spotlight. How do you build the trust with them? And I I know that they reach out to you, but I feel like there's gotta be a two way street for sure. I think that number one is that I love helping all kinds of people. So like my friends know if they're going to go to 7-Eleven with me, it's probably going to take a while because if there's somebody outside asking for money, I'm in a dialogue with them. I got a guy in my neighborhood that I live in. He just pushes a damn shopping cart around all the time. So he's getting irritated with me because I've pulled my car over three times to have a discussion with him because it's super hot. It's summertime. He's He's a white guy, he's out there without no shirt. He's like totally like burned. And so, you know, I'm trying to help this guy. So my thing has never been about just the up and outer. I just love people. And it was never about money. That's probably why so much money came to me. I never was majoring in on money. But so to me, whether it's 
gaining trust of the guy who's pushing the shopping cart that I'll continue to pull my car over um, to the biggest stars in the world. I think I am who I am and they feel my vibe and it works. And how do you maintain that collective help everyone humanitarian attitude when you are very, very busy? Because I feel like as people get busier, they start to avoid the little things and won't, won't notice that. I think a lot of it is motives. Like, um, I'm not trying to be something. I am something. Um, so it's, it's so funny. I saw this guy drunk coming out of a Laker game one time. And the Lakers had won. And they were playing the song, I Love L.A., and this drunk guy was going, I am LA. <laughs> I thought that was funny. So I'm not trying anything, Jordan. I'm just, I'm just um, being me. So the way I am since I was a kid is I give a damn. And so it's not I give a damn because I'm this guy or that guy or have that title or that title. Or this celebrity is going to make me something? No, please. No, I just care. And that's the thing that's worked for me for over 30 years. And some of these celebrities that I'm working with, I've worked for with for over 30 years. And how, do you, how does that work with most of them? Is it on-call basis or do you meet with them regularly? Um, well... Depends on the person. Like some of the guys I work with every week, some people every other week, some once a month, and then some depending on uh, maybe a situation that they're going through. But again, I think that um, the celebrity side is just one side of what we're doing. I'm, I'm excited about prison reform, what we're doing on the inside of prisons and once people get out. I'm excited about what we're doing for the elderly with my good friend, Carrie Kasem, who's the daughter of Casey Kasem, uh, helping with elder abuse. I'm all up in the thing with um, the homeless, with addiction. Yeah, anytime there's human beings, that's what I like to do, is I like to help uh, human beings and lift people up. And where do you think uh, I was listening to a podcast that you were on earlier and it mentioned about you turn, a lot of people are turning a mess into a message. Can you elaborate on that a bit? Well, I think that like most people do not wake up and say today, I'm going to really like mess up my life. You know, you just wake up, but you don't know you might run a red light cause you're not paying attention or you're texting and you slam somebody or, you know, you get a drunk driving or, you know, you tell your wife where to go or your husband where to go and we're finished. <laughs> so I, most people I coach do not wake up that morning saying, I'm going to mess up my life, but it happens. So when you have a mess, there's different types of messes. It's like driving down the freeway. There's times where a rock will come out of a truck or something in front of you and you try to avoid it. So you don't 
have to go call the guy to fix your windshield. Uh, I've, I've seen things on the freeway where a tire came jumping out of a guy's truck and was bounding. And we were all like going like this. True story. I've seen a whole damn mattress come out of the back of a truck. But I've also seen an oil spill. And just for the sake of research, I had my assistant check it out. And it took 27 hours to fix and clean up the oil spill on the LA freeway a couple years ago. Now, so there are people that have messes that are watching right now. Yours may be a pebble. Yours may be a, uh, a bed falls out, a void, okay? But yours may be as bad as a big oil spill. And so as a comeback coach, I'm going to try to help you get through that mess. So you want to know a couple steps? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. If you're in a big mess, number one, you have to become awake because the temptation is going to be to just sleep through the mess and hope that it's going to go away. Guess what? It's not. (laughs) If they didn't get to work on the freeway to clean up the oil spill, it would have stayed for a long time and then maybe the sun would have dried it up. But people needed to use the freeway. So number one, you got to wake up. Number two, you got to take inventory. So let's say you're a person that got divorced. Okay. Okay, I'm awake. Oh, crap. They're gone. And I got to get a lawyer. I got to explain this to my kids if I have kids. So you wake up, take inventory. Number three, You better partner with some people that are stronger than you in the area where you have the mess. Okay. And this is where most people mess up is that they, they're they're partnering with like dudes that don't really know what's up. (laughs) Like, dude, she freaking left me, dude. You don't need her, dude. (laughs) So if your life sucks, watch what dudes that you uh, partner up with. So with you, who, how do you know if someone's the real deal? And then how do you partner with the correct people? Um, tell me a little more about what you mean by that. So you were just saying that if you're surrounded by the wrong partners, it won't work. If, which is basically you saying if your friends are just going, oh, she's not, she's not for you. It wasn't supposed to happen, blah, 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 blah. And you don't, you're not talking to someone who's in a strong relationship. You won't get that proper guidance. So, yeah, but, but still be their friends. Of course. So be, be their friend, hang out with them, watch sports, do fun activities. But that's not your go-to person for how to... Have a good relationship. How to get you out of the situation, whether it's relationship, financial problems, right? Clarity of mind, breaking addiction. So you got to, you got to partner with power. Now, here's a great thing today is that you can get counselors. You can have a therapist. You could have a psychiatrist. You could have support groups. You can go to AA So whatever your dilemma, man, 
it's everywhere you can get help. You can watch podcasts. You can watch master classes. It's a beautiful day. Like, there's really no excuse to say nobody wants to help me. Because even if somebody doesn't want to help me, too bad. I'm going to buy your book. So, like, I don't know this dude. This guy, I don't know him. He might know me, but yeah. I don't know him. But he wrote a book on resilience. I'm reading it. Yeah. I don't know him. I'm not looking for him. But I like his book. Yeah. So that's the great thing about life. You yeah. partner with people that you never even have to meet. That's That could not be more true, especially in this day and age where podcasts are free, YouTube videos are free, and it's the best people in the world, and they're always giving their top-notch information. Well, we could follow Jordan Edwards and, and listen to Tim's story. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you have a couple other sayings that you like to do, which I kind of wanted to learn more about. And one of the concepts is work your land. What, what do you mean by that? And how does someone know if they're working the correct land? Okay, so here's what I find. I would say once a week, somebody asked me to ask Oprah Winfrey for a favor. <laughs> At least once a week, on average, sometimes more. This is very, very common, and I'm not exaggerating. Because if Oprah sprinkles her Oprah magic juice on you, her dust, Dr. It becomes Phil, famous. Dr. Oz, not necessarily you're going to be famous, but it'll make you better. I mean, you could name a hundred people that Oprah went like this and spread dust on them and something happened, okay? Including me. So Oprah is my real friend. So at least every week of my life, at least once, and it just happened yesterday again, someone says, hey, I got an idea. Why don't you take this to Oprah? Okay. So let me tell you why I don't do it, Jordan. Because what's your backstory? Okay. Everybody wants a harvest, right? Yeah. But what's your backstory? So what do you mean by what's your backstory? The backstory is this. The law of the harvest is you got to plow the ground. Like, let's pretend we're farmers. Plant the right seed. I didn't say the wrong seed. Yeah. Water the seed, repetition. Yeah. Okay. And then you reap the harvest. You plow, plant, water, harvest. Now, by you asking me to take you, let's use, take her yeah. name away. Let's say to Jay-Z, because that happens too. Yeah. Dude, can you get my music to Jay-Z? Or can you get my music to, what's your backstory? Yeah. Dude, did you work at The Gap? Are you working at Taco Bell? Do you yeah. show up on time? So. I'm always looking at the backstory. Are you plowing? Are you planting? Are you watering? Are you yeah. plowing? Are you planting? Are you watering? Are you plowing? Are you planting? Are you watering? So when you plow, you plant, and you you water, you're going to reap what you sow, whether you want to call it karma or sowing and reaping. It's going to come back to you. 
Yeah. So in with too many people, they say, well, she knows this person, or they know that person, or they know that person. I just need to get to them and they'll get me to them. Yeah. That's not usually how it works. How would you say it usually works then? Jordan, I just dropped some fire, man. <laughs> Tell me what you think about what I said first. You can't you can't Whoa. just come up with a follow-up question. I just dropped fire. I like I like how you're very interactive. I like how you're very interactive. So what I thought about that was you're talking about the plow, the harvest, plow the seed, the harvest, and then yeah, and then it sprouts. Yeah. So what I thought of was this podcast. So yeah. I started with the podcast. When I started it, it was me just getting all the logistical things in order, making sure that I have the hosting platform, making sure I have the production team. That's my point. Make, making sure I have the proper systems in place for it to actually operate. Then where you're saying working on it is me meeting with different people and grabbing that information and continually learning. And then the harvest is the information that I'm acquiring, or if it becomes large enough, you start making money on it. 100%. See? It doesn't just happen. Yeah. No, and the reason I'm on your podcast is because my friend, Coach Bert, said you're a good guy. So, therefore, that's part of your harvest. So now you got Coach Bert, Tim Story, then you can go after Ed Milet. Then you can go after Grant Cardone. Then you yeah. can go after Steve Harvey. Then you can go after Justin Timberlake or whoever else you want. You just start adding the different pe- people and saying, dude, so-and-so did my podcast and so-and-so did my podcast because we do look at things like that. Definitely. So we get invited to do something. We usually say, well, who else is doing it? Yeah. So you plow, you plant, you water, but people got to stop thinking about this massive harvest when their little seeds suck. <laughs> Don't be planting sucky seeds and thinking you're going to be like huge. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You, you gotta, you gotta plant the right seeds. Yeah. And that was even with you with now that I'm thinking back on it, but even you with your speaking engagements and how people started showing up and it just ends up getting a harvest that way. Exactly. <laughs> this is a it's an amazing concept because there are so many people that aren't willing to put in that work they're not putting on they're not putting in the back work yeah and and they suck <laughs> they're not even good at what they're saying okay it's like it's like they're reading like influencers for dummy books in a back seat so like make sure there's nothing in the back of it so they're in the back seat of a car influencers for dummies this is how you get followers please you know work hard have something to say and people will damn find you here's what i teach people build your spot and life will put the spotlight on your spot i love that i love that i ain't out there trying nothing jordan (laughs) That's we're great. Not, we're not trying stuff. Yeah. It's what you've experienced. And when you work hard at it, it comes to fruition. It does, but it may not come to fruition the way you think it should happen because some of your thoughts may be whack. 
not you, but people. Yeah. It's like it's like these people. You know, now you got the voice, which I like. Yeah. I still like American Idol. I like America's Got Talent. Okay. All my friends are on those shows. Okay. Yeah. I still like these. Some of these singers are whack. But in their mind, they're amazing. Yeah. Because they they sang at family get-togethers, and the family were like, little Bridget. Yeah. Nobody's ever sang as well as you. But you put you put little Bridget on the big platform, she's not that good. Yeah. So, Jordan, people need a wake-up call. It's okay. not always to be the greatest. It's to get better every day. And you to understand? do that. Yeah, yeah, and to do that, you got to be in touch with reality. Get in touch with reality. Dude, there's nothing wrong with getting better. Yeah. Like, there's certain things that I will never be great at. Yeah. Fine. I'm going to build my spot, though. And my yeah. spot, by building my spot, Yeah. it took me to 75 countries of the world and changed all my family within a 10-mile radius. Yeah. I love that. That's how I see life. Yeah, that you have to build your own spot. You can't focus on other people. You got to do your thing and grow as yeah, as, and, as hard and, as you're willing to work. And the thing is, but I'm a collaborator. Yeah, like like it, Lewis House did a documentary, asked me to be on it, so I did it. I did something else, asked Lewis to do it, he did it. Uh, I was working on a project, asked Kanye West to help me with it, he said yes. I'm working on something else. I need a creative, I'll put them. Other creatives put me. We're, we help each other in our spots. We're, yeah. we're, we're creatives. Yeah. Creatives create. Yeah. So the Beatles were not creating to just get number one hits. Yeah. They were creating because they were loving to do music. Yeah. Ed Sharon's not trying to just do number one hits. He's trying to create beautiful music. I'm creating beautiful music people are paying attention yeah it's so true it's so true and now some of my music sucks though so my point is like some of my songs hit the a side and some of my songs stay on the b side yeah but i'm trying to create beautiful music yeah yeah well that's you working on the working your plow in the land yeah and i i think that concept's so good because so many people can relate to that work in their uh the, they might work a job and they're doing their side hustle and they're just trying to grow and grab at anything but as you progress and keep getting more and more you see the progressions you'll be you, better yeah exactly but but don't don't ask me to do you a big favor unless you can if you work at taco bell make me a gordita take care of the chihuahua and don't complain show up on time don't yeah. don't quit reading influencer book for dummies yeah. and then getting on social media and telling us to sign up for something that makes no sense. Yeah. You got to walk the walk and talk the talk. Dude, I'm dropping some good stuff on you today. Yeah. Jordan, I'm really, 
I'm really appreciating this. No, because listen, somebody needs, well, there's a lot of people doing it. Yeah. But more people that are veterans, veteran doesn't mean age. Yeah. Justin Bieber is a veteran in pop music and the kids in his twenties. Yeah. So, but more people that are veterans need to really start telling the truth. Listen, not everybody is going to be number one. And so you gotta, you gotta be the best version of yourself. And that's super cool. Yeah. And it may, it may be in a month. It may be in a year that someone says, Hey, you know that guy, Jordan Edwards? Yeah. Did you know that he's now worth $700 million? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Mark Cuban was on his show and Mark Cuban decided to do a, a project with him and it, he hit it really big. This is the kind of crap that I hear Yeah. for the last 30 years. A lot of stars that are the biggest stars in the world, I knew them before they were stars. Oh, wow. I'm not going to name drop them right now. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's not what's important. But some of the biggest, biggest, biggest stars in the world, I knew when they just had little ideas. Yeah. And they run the world. Yeah. Not literally. Entertainment. Yeah. yeah. But so, like, Jordan, it's one reason I'm being nice to you. You and Mark Cuban may do a great project, and uh, who knows what's going to happen. So what do you what do you do in the meantime? You plow, you plant, you water, you harvest. I love it. I love it. I love it. Tim, this has been this has been awesome. I know you're short on time and we definitely gotta finish it up, but this has been amazing. You are a very insightful man, and I see why they call upon you. Well, let me tell you what I am. I am a human who's a part of the puzzle. But I am a I am a guy that was born and bred a certain way. I grew up in pain. I understand pain. I understand privilege. Yeah. Most of my life has been privilege the last 25 years. I'm very, I'm very bougie, swanky, and a bunch of other stuff. But I understand crap and pain yeah. and death and walking families through a lot of crap. So the reality is that's what works for me is that when I walk into a place and someone cesses me up, if they have any sense, because some people don't have too much, but if they have any sense, then they're like, this guy gets it. Yeah. Does that make sense? For sure. He's the real deal. He knows what he's talking about. He walks the walk. Definitely. So, Tim, uh, where can people find you if they want to the look more? The best way to find anything that we're up to is the old-fashioned way. We actually still have a website. It's super good, done by Derek. TimStory.com. T-I-M-S-T-O-R-E-Y.com. But I'm not even going to push what we're doing. Yeah. Just go there, and you'll yep. see... We're up to, but follow Jordan Edwards. He's young. He's happening. He's next. Tim, 
I really appreciate your time and it's been great having you on. Thank you. Proud for having me. Thank you for listening to the entirety of the podcast. If you enjoyed it, which I hope you did, I'd really appreciate if you leave a five-star review and subscribe as we're going to keep putting out better and better content. If you want to keep up with us and who's going to be a guest and who's going to be on the show, follow me at at Jedwards559 on Instagram. It's J-E-D-W-A-R-D-S 559 on Instagram. I really hope you guys keep clocking in and you learn some valuable information from this podcast. And I hope to see you again soon. Everyone have a great day. Thank you for reaching the end of the podcast. For that, we'll give you a complimentary coaching session in the link below with Edwards Consulting. Hope to see you there and have a great day and keep clocking in. Thank you for reaching the end of the podcast. For that, we'll give you a complimentary coaching session in the link below with Edwards Consulting. Hope to see you there and have a great day and keep clocking in.